Hello and welcome to the Fitful Fitness Podcast. I'm Sheena. I'm a certified personal trainer with a passion for all things health, wellness, and fitness. Each week you will hear insights, advice, tips, and strategies that you can implement into your daily life to create a happy, healthy lifestyle you can enjoy. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Let's jump into our daily dose of happy, healthy living. Good morning or good afternoon, whatever time you're listening. Um, thank you for coming back and, you know, listen to what I have to say this week. Um, this week, I want to talk about what happens when you don't eat carbs for two weeks. I know we see a lot of things on Instagram, TikTok, all the latest uh, fads of, you know, you do this for two weeks and you'll have abs or, you know, you'll be skinny for, you know, get in your, your swimsuit or whatever. Um but I really want to talk about what happens when you cut carbs out for two weeks. Um, my favorite program that I have is my 14-day jumpstart. Um, I love it because you get results in um, a manageable amount of time. Um, and it's a simple plan to follow. Um, it encourages eating real foods, um, you know, in moderation. Um and hopefully it, it creates a feeling of success when you can, you know, stick to it for two weeks, see some results. And then hopefully what that will do is motivate you to keep going. That's the whole point of the 14-day jumpstart. It's not just to use and then throw away. It's to use and then repeat. Um, it's not going to solve all your problems. Like two weeks are not going to solve all your, your weight loss problems or your health problems, your health goals, whatever that is. Um, your body will make changes, but then if you just go back to what you were doing before, it's going to go back to default. Um, so even though you do get some good benefits in 14 days, um, it's not going to be something that's going to totally reset your whole body just in 14 days. So what happens when you cut out carbs for two weeks? So I want to kind of go through it with you at least the first two to three days because that's where you're going to see the most changes. So you'll most probably start feeling it. You know, you get that foggy head feeling or you feel kind of tired, those kind of things when you cut out carbs by the 18 hour point. So a day and a half in, maybe two days in. So this is the point in your, in that your body starts, um, kind of feeling the drain of not having carbs. So it's at this time that glucagon is what your body produces. Um, It's a hormone and it's the opposite of insulin. So insulin controls your um, glucose and glucagon is the opposite of that hormone. So that hormone is activated when you don't have that glucose being produced and it starts trying to find a new energy source for your body. Um, because there aren't any more carbs to convert to glucose. So for the first 18 hours, your body is using carbs, sugars, that are stored in your liver. Um, But at this point, your liver is drained of all what it had stored. So your body's saying, okay, what am I going to use now? Um, Because those are completely depleted. So now it moves on to the next tissue to try to find this energy source. So it doesn't go for the muscles at first the next tissue it uses is fat so um, fat from your cells basically um, 
this glucagon goes and binds these fats and extracts the energy from them. And that goes into your bloodstream for dis distribution. Um, and this is the this is where you start feeling that foggy area because this glucagon is trying to go through and find all of these um, energy sources because it doesn't have glycogen. So after it starts pulling from the fat from your cells, it goes to the liver. So if you've ever heard of a fatty liver, most people think that fatty liver only comes from drinking alcohol. But there are lots of causes of fatty livers that have nothing to do with alcohol. So alcohol is one, obesity is the other, high glycerides, so you're eating like a really fatty diet, um, the bad fats, um, trans fats, those kind of fats um, that lead to high, you know, high triglycerides, those kind of things can cause a fatty liver. So that's what it's burning. So now you're burning body fat and you're burning the fat off of a fatty liver, right? So once it starts burning those fats that are on your liver, your, your liver goes into high alert and your energy sensors are going off. And, you're, and, and these energy sensors are going off because they think you're starving because you're not giving your body the um, energy source that it's used to. So um, then your body activates a protein um, that allows cells to use more fats. It allows fats into the liver fat cells to be used because it's using that fat off the liver. Now it's, you know, depleting that. So it's allowing more fats to be, you know, taken to the liver to be used. So now those empty fat cells on the liver have fat to burn. But then we run into the next issue. So the next issue is we're out of glucose the brain is demanding glucose because the brain prefers glucose. So think of your brain like this. Your brain is always going, right? It, it's just operating at a super fast rate. So that's why it prefers glucose because glucose is a faster energy source than fats. So if you think about this like in activity, if you're doing a slow jog, you're using fat for energy. If you're doing a sprint, you switch to glucose because you just need more of that energy really fast. So since your brain's going super, super fast all the time, it prefers the glucose. So now the liver has to make glucose for the brain, okay? So the liver does this by gluconeogenesis. It says, I'm gonna go rob Peter to pay Paul. I'm gonna go take um, fats and proteins from you know muscles or whatever, what have you, and I'm going to convert those to glucose and I'm just, just converting whatever I can find to glucose to send to the brain. So then all of those things get irritated. The muscles are like, no, I don't want you to break me down and take all my, my good stuff away. Um, we've worked really hard to build all this. Go find it somewhere else, right? To kick them out. So then the liver has to find an alternate means to making this glucose. So it does some critical thinking and then decides, I know what I'll do, I'll produce ketones. So the brain can use glucose, it can't use fat, but it can use ketones, okay? So ketones are made from fat. So now your body doesn't need the gluconeogenesis anymore. It's not robbing from your muscles and your proteins and all this because it's now producing ketones and has its new energy source, which is ketones. So after a few days, 
And this only takes a few days. And this is why you feel so keto flu when you do low carb keto is because this is what your body's doing to find a new energy source for you. Um, and it's having to make these adapt, these adapt, adaptations. Did I just make that up? I might have just made that up. Um, but after a few days, our body's demanding new energy sources, right? These ketones, all those things. And it's just demanding to produce more energy in general. It's like you fired it up. So all it takes is a few days, maybe a week, sometimes a week. Some people feel kind of icky for a week to get past all of that. And then you start feeling better. So then you're rolling full steam ahead. You're, you're using fats for fuel. You're producing these ketones and your body's just wanting to produce more energy in general. Right. And so all this energy is at your disposal because it's just all fired up with all this energy. So the reason I want to tell you that is because number one, if you, if you decide to do the jump start, you're going to go through a, a, like, if you're not used to the low carb or keto, if you're new to that, you're going to feel a keeper a few days. It's just what happens. This is why. But then if you stick to it after a week, this is what your body starts to do. This is how your body starts to act. Now, if you stop it after week two, then your body is just going to be like, Psh, not doing that anymore and go back to default. Two weeks on a diet, no matter what the popular Instagram story or TikTok or whatever you follow says, they're not going to give you abs and they're not going to make you skinny. This is why I preach there's no quick fix and you have to choose an eating style that you can make a lifestyle of. Um, and I truly believe in the positive impacts of keto. I mean, that's what I have special dietary needs. So that's what I eat. But I do believe it's super great. Just the, the people that have done the jumpstart have gotten such great results. And, and they've carried it on. Um, because two weeks isn't going to solve any health issue that you have or goals that you have. Um, and the good thing is, is once your body has adapted to the ketogenic lifestyle, which usually takes about six weeks, um, for it to adapt to this. Once you adapt to that, then you can start carb cycling. Um, because your body is now fluent in burning carbs for energy and fat for energy after that six, about six, six to eight weeks. So at that point, you can introduce a higher carb day and not really worry about it. You can't go back to your old style of eating. You can't um, just say, I'm just going to eat carbs and fat, you know, you have to still eat a healthy diet, but you can have a higher carb day every once in a while. Um, and you'll still see the benefits of, you know, being, you know, in this ketogenic lifestyle, you'll still see those benefits that you get. Um, I just wanted everybody to kind of know, like, because there's a lot of things out there and you don't really know, you know, what if I eat low carb, my brain's not going to function. I hear that a lot. Yes, it will. This is how it does. So there's, you might make sure you're basing your decisions off of like scientific facts and not just, I mean, you can even research me, go research me and what I'm telling you, you know, make sure that you're, you're um, getting it from good sources and that you're making solid decisions about your diet and not just avoiding something that could be really great because you don't look into it. Um, and I'm not saying a high carb, low fat diet isn't good. There's lots of success with it. I'm just talking about this because this is what I practice and this is what I believe in is a good alternative um, to dieting um, because I just believe that if you 
if you diet for one, like I'm just not going to eat very many calories, you're going to end up failing because you're going to feel deprived, right? You're only going to be this much and, and then be done, right? And I just feel like when you do that, most of the time, you know, maybe people are like, well, I still want to eat all the junk food. I just want to eat as much. Well, then that's not quality food, you know? And if you eat higher carb, low fat, to me, that's harder to maintain because you're having to measure everything. You don't have you don't have the flexibility as far as, I mean, and there is some, and I'm not trying to say there's not. It's just, I've done both. And to me, it's harder to try to make a cleaner diet taste better if you're not like big on like raw vegetable taste or, you know, um, limiting like your sauces and all, all the cheeses and all that. To me, that's harder to maintain, but you know, like, for some people, they may they may like that. Um, the ketogenic diet's a little easier to maintain because you do get access to more of the fats. I do believe in a cleaner keto um, diet. I feel like, you know, you shouldn't just be eating a pound of bacon every day just because you can have, you know, fats and meat and things like that. So I do feel like there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Um, but whatever you choose, it needs to be something that you can do consistently. And you can have the days where you throw in either high carb or higher fat, things like that. But it, you, I mean, it should just be a cleaner, healthy diet. And even if you do keto, you shouldn't be completely doing dirty keto, even though there's days where I do have a lot of dairy. And you know, you just shouldn't be making your lifestyle out of that. So um, I hope all this makes sense and gives you more of an insight into what it means to, to eat a lower carb diet. Um, and if you eat a higher carb diet with lower fat, that works too. There's lots of uh, people that are successful with that. Um, I've done it, had had good good um, results out of it. Um, but if you do decide to do a ketogenic lifestyle, you you it does take away a lot of the processed foods because uh, we eat higher carb, lower fat. You can still eat a lot of processed foods too. Depends on how you do it. I guess there's that the dirty, you know, version of that too. So whatever you you choose to do, just make sure you're eating natural foods, not a lot of processed foods, and then choose if you want to keep your carbs high or, you know, cut them out completely. But if you want to follow a ketogenic diet, this is what's happening. This is how your body's reacting. And these are the benefits that you're going to get from, you know, choosing the ketogenic lifestyle. So that's all for me today. I hope it makes sense. Sometimes I can ramble. I try to have notes over here, so I don't. But, um, as always, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Um, and all those links will be in the show notes. Um, I use Linktree, so I'll just post that. So you can follow any and all of those. And um, that's all until next time. Thanks so much.